Welcome to the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and everything outside and in between, your man, Ruben Ryan here once again. And today, today the topic is the podcast itself. You may have noticed I didn't start with uh, an attempt at humor based on some type of skit or, or topic of any kind, because today we're getting a little bit meta. Today I'm going to be talking about this here podcast itself. Now, I don't mean, like, the details or anything like that, and I don't even know how long I'm going to be talking for, because Lord knows, I don't even know really how much there is to say, but I just felt like I needed to come out and say some things about this podcast. So here we go. So first off, today's episode I will has I will title Why the hell am I doing this? Because that's what today's topic is. Why the hell am I making a podcast? Well, for starters, I've been told that I have an excellent voice for radio. And uh I'm just here to share that uh my glorious voice with you as I stumble over my thoughts and words which may or may not undermine the smooth, silky tone of my voice. I actually, I say smooth, I, I, I describe it that way, but the honest answer is I don't actually know what people like most about my voice. And what I mean, and what I mean by that is that essentially, you know, people will be like, Oh, man, you have a great voice for radio. Um, but, like, I don't actually know what that means. Like, what do you mean I got a great voice for radio? Are you trying to detract from how weird my face is? Is that what this is about? I hope not. But I have been told that before. My mom personally thinks that I should do audiobook readings, which... I gotta say, I would not say no to. I don't know how you get into that gig, but hey, if there's any audiobook companies listening to this recording at this time, as statistically probable or improbable as that might be, give me a call. I'd more than love to read your book with my sultry voice. I don't know if that describes my voice. The point is, <clears throat> the point is, reason number one, I've been told repeatedly I should do something with my voice. Um, so here I am, doing something that primarily relies on the sound of my voice. As a child, I was raised on listening to the radio and books on tape. So I do find the sound of people talking to be comforting on some level. There's just something nice about it, to hear the sound of other people's voices. Even if I'm not necessarily paying attention to it, I just find it calming to hear people telling stories or having conversations. More so, in fact, I would say I prefer this than I do to listening to music. I know, controversial statement. I feel like there's at least a handful of people who just heard me made that statement and, go, and went, Well, I'm never listening to this psychopath again. Not listen to music. First of all, I, I do listen to music. Uh, I would just say that I listen to significantly less music than everybody else. When people say, hey, what album 
What album would you take to a di- to a deserted island with you? Uh, my first thought is, well, which I'll, which album would make the best plate or tool to eat off of? I don't feel like I would. I don't feel like the number one thing I would miss on a deserted island is some album from something. I I I just the the. I'm not saying I wouldn't. I'm saying the list of things I would miss before I missed any album would be long. You might, you'd be better off asking me what movie or what video game or what book or what comic book or what book on cassette I would rather take to a desert island than, uh, you know, what music. <clears throat> not to say that I wouldn't eventually miss music on a desert island. But I would miss all of those things first. Uh, yeah. So, where was I? All right. Why am I making a podcast? Well, for a while now, I, I don't know, man. Like, don't you ever just feel like you want to be heard? Like you want to make yourself heard? And yes, I know. I am a straight, primarily cis white guy on the internet. There's a million people who fit that description. But, you know, I'd like to think that I'm not quite like every other cis, most mostly cis het white guy on the internet, you know. I've, I've had experiences growing up that are less common, or at least less common for Ohio, where I live. Oh, no, I shouldn't have given that away. Well, the point, well, I mean, to be fair... Um, one, one thing I have realized is that occasionally I will meet people who bear, whose life and life experiences more remind me of my own, but they are almost always from other states. I don't know what that's about. I guess my experiences are just atypical for Ohio. Uh, maybe that's the issue. I don't know. Where was I? Yeah, okay, so the point is is that I'm a person who has spent a lot of their time in life having opinions that differed from the people around me. Most of the people around me also being straight, white, cishet guys. But, you know, also straight, white, cishet women. And, you know, actually, probably, I mean, to be fair, though, that's all based on assumptions. To be fair. Like, <coughs> I mean, sure. I guess I could look at the average person and make an educated guess on some of those attributes that I just described, but uh, but uh, by and large, you know, I, I don't believe necessarily that you can tell all those things from looking at a person, you know? I'm getting way off topic here. Where was I? Uh, right. So... I need. I wanted a platform to express my opinions, and you'd be like, Ruben... Ruben, you do you do improv and stand-up comedy. And I'll be like, yeah, true. I I do improv, but improv is playing pretend. Do I get some of my views and thoughts on society into my improv? Sure, absolutely. But by and large, when I'm doing improv, I'm more focused on gelling with my fellow players and being imaginative. So I don't necessarily always think of that as a as a platform for me to get my thoughts, comments, and random trivia that's screaming to get out of my brain uh, into some type of medium. Plus, improv is improv is largely uh, ethereal. 
an art form that exists only in the sands of time while we view it. Like, you know, those, uh, is it Tibetan? Is it, is it Tibetans who do, is there more than one culture that does the sand? I want to say it's Tibetans. I could Google that. But you know, you know, those, those panting, those, essentially they're like elaborate pictures that are made with sand. And then once they're finished, they're wiped away. Improv's kind of like that. It's an art form that is defined by its process because the process is live and in front of you. Something you're looking at and experiencing as it happens. It's not the best thing for recording your thoughts or feelings or viewpoints on the world, which is simultaneously what makes it great, but also what makes it frustrating as an artist, especially in a world where everything is commodified and, and based off of the record that maintains it. It's hard to get noticed for doing a thing that is ephemeral and zen. Because improv is largely about the experience, and the thing about an experience is that for an audience to embrace an experience, they must be in a place and a time for the experience. It's not like the modern world where you can listen to my podcast anytime you want, any order you want. Well, currently any order you want. I haven't done anything weird or serial-based at this point. I promise if I do that, I'll like put a chapter or something in the title so you can tell what you're listening to. I'll get more into that in a minute. But also this is... So there's, there's another reason, because yes, I want to share and express my opinions on the world and creativity and art, and I want to have a platform for that. And this is that platform, because I find some, sometimes when it comes to writing things, writing can be very, very tedious if you do not have an ultimate end goal. And I find that I need much more, uh, much more encouragement and reaction from writing to get myself to continue writing. But, uh, but this, this is easy. I'm not going to lie to you. Doing a podcast is something that is not, like, it, this is something I can do and not have to worry about all my mental disorders and, and shit stopping me from doing it. Because I can just rant to myself in my house but all the time. Like, I, this is not a problem. This is, this, is, this is easy. I don't have to plan. I barely have to plan this. It's like, oh, all right, well, let's just start talking and see how much crazy shit flows out of my mouth today. That's easy. And I'm not going to lie to you. There will probably always be a stream of thought, Ruben, ranting about shit component to this podcast. But this is the other thing I want to talk to you today about the podcast is that this is also an area where I want to experiment. Do I have a general short show format right now? Yeah, I do. But I'm going to keep it real with you. We may have noticed no skit at the, at the beginning of this one, and I probably won't have a skit at the end. Uh, or will I? Or will I? Who knows? You'll have to find out. But where was I? The point is, is that I'm planning on using this as also a platform for me to experiment. I'm going to be trying various different things. I'm going, I'm putting more effort into having people on that I can talk to. Um, I'm definitely going to be having back on some of the people I've already talked to. I've already talked, I mean, I've talked to two people, but I'm, but I had enough, I had enough fun with those people that I'm definitely having them back on to, uh, to talk about some things. Um, 
and I plan on ha talking about an eclectic amount of things. I don't think I could make a podcast where I just talk about the same fucking thing all the time. I mean, I mean, I, I get it. Themes are marketable and great, and like everyone's got their interests. And you're gonna hear me talk about things like comic books and superheroes and movies and and and, and whatnot. I'll add nauseum I, I i i promise you that those are things that i think about all the time so i'm gonna be going off the handle about that shit all the time at some point it might even show up in weird places do i intend on continuing the trend of using pop culture uh stories and and themes to try and explain bigger more societal issues absolutely that's just a thing that i like to do you'll hear that on this on this podcast if you continue to listen I won't, they won't always be the best takes, but you know what? Not all my takes will be good. I'm sure that I will at some point make an episode where someone's like, Ruben, you are full of shit and, and, your, and your take there is as cold as leftover piece pea porridge. I have no doubt, no doubt at all, that at some point that will happen. Because you know, life is about learning. And at some point I'm going to say something, some fucking stupid shit. And... Hopefully, I'll learn something from saying that stupid shit. That's life, you know. You know what I mean? If you don't, you, you, you gotta, you gotta give in to that because, like, in this, this is an important part of my philosophy. A major thing that I believe in is that everyone is wrong about something. Everyone's wrong about something, and the worst part about that is that you don't know what you're wrong about. So you have to you have to open yourself up to the possibility that the thing you're wrong about is going to come up in life. And you're probably wrong about more than one thing. And now, to be fair, some people are probably more wrong about certain things than other people. Like, uh, racists are wrong. And that's they're wrong about a pretty fucking big thing. But, you know, like other people might be wrong about thinking that they have the world's greatest cookie, ch uh, chocolate chip cookie recipe. Um... And just everyone, no one's nice enough, no one is, uh, no one is straightforward enough to tell them that their chocolate chip cookies suck. Um, that, that could be a thing. We're not all going to be wrong about the same stuff. But, you know, everyone's wrong about something. So you have to open yourself up to the possibility that you're going to be wrong at times in your life. That's healthy. That's normal. Get with it. And so, I hope to also experience that. People calling me out. For my own ridiculousness. Now, uh, hopefully they won't be dicks about it. Because it's not necessary to be a dick when you're correcting people. You just have to be straightforward and honest. Maybe even empathetic or sympathetic with the person. You know, don't be... Not, you don't necessarily have to be a dick. I'm not saying there's never a time to be a dick. And I'm not saying that sometimes the thing we're wrong about is the time to be a dick. Sometimes I've, I have been a dick in my life to people. And I don't always mean to be. I really don't. I never want to be a dick, but sometimes, you know, you just, you're a dick. You, you say something that's a dick thing to say, or you say a thing at the dick time to say the thing, or you, or, like, sometimes you make jokes that are too mean, and then someone points it out to you, and you're like, oh my god, I didn't mean to be that mean, and then you have to think about it. Real hard and be like, oh, God, I guess I was being mean. Like, uh, here's just an example from, okay, so this, so when I was a teenager, I was in this play, and there was this dude there, and I thought he was a pretty cool dude, uh, and he, but, uh, 
at one point he put on his when they had him in his costume and he had like a, a white person fro you know what I mean real like the real curly ball on the head uh, which is cool uh, and when I saw him in his costume I I, uh, I laughed and said he looked like an Oompa Loompa and then and this girl who was standing next to him turned to him and said don't worry and said don't worry He's just saying that because he looks ugly all the time. And, like, I wasn't upset that the person had called me ugly because, in hindsight, I, like, look back on that moment, I'm like, oh, damn. Damn, this person felt like they needed to step in to defend this other person. I, the thing I said was a dick thing to say, even if I didn't mean it to be a dick. I was just observing with my eyes and thinking something's funny, but I didn't think about how that thing was a dick thing to say. And how, like, it didn't need to be said. You know? I think about that moment sometimes. And you know what? As much as it hurt to have that girl there to say that, not just about my appearance, but, you know, like, I, I'm glad that she did. I'm glad there was someone there to do that. Because otherwise, for all I know, his feelings were hurt. And there would have been no one there to let me know. There would have been no one there to point out that what I did was inappropriate. If there had been no one there to point that out, I never would have learned from it. I never would have compartmentalized that. I never would have gone around thinking, well, you know, maybe I should be more careful about laughing at people's appearances. That's not cool. I don't want people to laugh at my appearance. What am I doing? And yeah, it sucked in the moment. It hurt. But like, I, I needed that moment. I needed that moment to make me conscious enough to understand that sometimes you shouldn't be a dick. In fact, generally speaking, you should rarely ever be a dick. That was a moment where I was wrong, someone corrected me, and I, I would like to think I'm a better person for it. Don't be a dick. So that's, that's another thing. This, now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there will be some people who will be the ones who are wrong. But, you know, feedback's important. And if you have feedback for me, I just want to take this moment to remind you to reach out to me on social media, either through Twitter, or if you go to my anchor, you can leave a voice message. Uh, and I will probably play that voice message on my, uh, on my thing, on my podcast. Although I will warn you, I will, I will not censor profanity, but I will censor any slurs. So, uh, so yeah, because uh, I don't feel like I personally have the right, uh, to expose anyone to slurs at this, at this moment in time. And if there ever is an episode where we're talking about slurs, I'll make sure that that level, that episode is clearly labeled being an episode on a discussion of slurs. Not saying that episode's going to happen, but you know, it's a possible topic. Where was I? Okay, yeah. So, there's another reason. That's actually not a main reason, it was just a reason that came up in my stream of consciousness. I do do these things primarily stream of consciousness. And I get that that's not going to be everybody's bag. I don't think everybody likes that stream of consciousness. Some people like it be like, no, I want to hear your thoughts in the form of an essay. Which, which is fair. And I might... I might do that sometimes. If I come up with a topic where I really feel like I want to be well-versed on what I'm talking about, I might do that. Um, I, I would say not to expect those episodes all the time because they're going to take more work and more effort and, I get, and prep. But I might do stuff like that at times. Maybe I'll even label them as an essay to keep people happy. I will also like, I like to talk about movies and TV shows a lot. Specifically movies. TV shows are cool, but I've always preferred the storytelling methods of both comic books and movies to TV shows. 
don't get me wrong, TV shows are great. And I feel like I've learned a lot about storytelling from them. But TV shows also have a lot of storytelling restrictions and formats and whatnot that come from a lot more higher level of what's the corporate influence uh, and whatnot. Although, to be fair, so do comic strips. Where was I? Yes. Why am I... Okay, so why am I doing this podcast? To further elaborate on that. To do something, really, you know. You spend every day just trying to do things. You know what I mean? Like you have a job, and you have you go to work, and you're trying... But... And that's cool. Maybe you do something meaningful. Right now, I have a fairly meaningful job. But at other points in my life, I have had jobs where I just wanted to slam my fucking face right through the goddamn desk I was sitting at in absolute frustration. In just absolute frustration. But of the sheer existential meaninglessness of those jobs. Although, to be fair, if I wanted to, I could, I could make arguments for the meaning of the... I could make arguments for the meaning of those jobs if I wanted to. I'm not saying there's no point to insurance in society... There 100% is, although not health insurance. Health insurance should be abolished and replaced with a single-payer system because uh, it just makes more sense. It just makes more sense. There's no real big difference between insurance and taxes other than the absurd number of middlemen who inflate the price of insurance. And because your pools are always going to be smaller in an optional insurance policy system, the cost will always be higher. You can, tr and you can try and say, you can try and say, oh, but uh, competition will regulate the insurance markets. Um, okay, fair. Um, but what that means is that people in the cities will typically have cheaper insurance, and people in the country will almost always have expensive insurance. Okay, so so think really hard <laughs> about how you think that competition would actually improve uh, health care insurance. Um, because it won't. It won't. And it doesn't. And it never has. We've been using competitive insurance models uh, the whole time. And it never made them better. Ha have you never noticed that? Even Obamacare is... is Obamacare is just a tool. L like, literally... It's just a program to get people connected with insurances. It's still a market. It's still competitive. It's still a waste of your fucking time. And I am off topic again. So why am I doing this? Why am I making a podcast? Well, sometimes I think it's because, God damn it, there's just so much shit in my head. Oh, wait, no, I remember what I was talking about. The point is is that you go and you do those jobs where it doesn't feel like it matters to you, and you're suddenly in this cycle where you just want to break free and do something, anything, that is remotely creative in the slightest. Well, here I am, just trying to do this, just trying to create an outlet that I can share with people. That's the goal. That's the goal. Am I hoping that this eventually becomes something I get paid for? That would be ideal. That would be ideal. I'm probably going to keep doing this because it's cheap and it's easy regardless of whether or not I make money at it. However, I'm also a fucking poor person, okay? I need money, so I can't say no to money. You understand what I'm saying? 
So yes, I would like this to go to so go somewhere. I would like this to become something. I would like to be known for this. That would be cool. Uh, if I don't, I'm probably going to keep doing this. It's just a collection of my thoughts that hopefully people who think I'm interesting will listen to. However, in the best case world scenario, yes, I would like this podcast to get noticed and I would like to make money for people listening to it. If that never happens, it never happens. But that is the best case scenario. I will be straight up with you. Ruben, you're a democratic socialist. This sounds very capitalistic. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It is very capitalistic. But guess what? I live in capitalism. Therefore, my survival is based on capitalism. Because capitalism is inherently coercing me to need fucking money. I can't live without money, okay? Very few people can in a modern society. And even if you could, if you were the kind of a person who could live without money, you need me, you would also need something that typically costs money, which is land and resources. Not just any land, but land with resources that would make it so you were capable of living off that land. And you'd probably need at least enough money to, like, you know, get make all the shit you needed to make that farm or homestead uh, livable. Capitalism. It's a bitch. And I need your support. And by your support, I mean, I just would really financially appreciate it if this podcast did go somewhere. If it doesn't, that's fine. But, ideally, ideally, it would. And it would at least, you know, give me some extra pocket change to help me balance my bills. And shit. And... And, get, and money to put in my tank so I can see my kids and shit. Okay, wait, okay. I'm sorry, I'm starting to make an emotional appeal, even though I'm not really trying to at this, at this stage. We're still, this is still early. We're still building. We're still feeling it out. I don't expect to make money at this stage. Uh, but the point is, is that, you know, if you want to share or recommend my podcast to people, I'd super fucking appreciate it. Because ultimately, that's what I need is to grow my audience. Grow my audience as big as I can. If you think I have positive or good things to say, please, please tell people. If you think I'm a, a whack job, then please tell people you think would find it funny to listen to my whack job ideas. I don't care. This is the internet. There's no difference between positive and negative attention until people dox you. Then there's a big difference. <laughs> But if we're in the time about the comments section, then there is no difference. Please, bring me your... Please, tell your friends, your family, your dog, whoever, whoever. Spread the good name of Reuben Ryan wherever you can. And here's the other thing. I want to talk to you. I want to hear your life stories. I want to... I'm always looking for people who'd be willing to come on my show. And let me put them on. Well, let me argue with them. I got a lot of a lot of problems with modern society. Maybe I could yeah, we could yell at each other and work some of them out. <sighs> That'd be cool. But also, like I said, I'm gonna get experimental. We're gonna do 
you're going to find some random weird episodes in here. I'm not going to tell you what they're going to be because that would be giving it away. Some You might find some episodes that might be wholly fictional. And what I mean by that is maybe it'll be me reading something that I've written that is fictional. Maybe there'll be episodes that are entirely sketch. Maybe there'll be episodes that are entirely me doing improv with someone else. Maybe there'll be weirder episodes. I can't tell you what will be in the weirder episodes yet, because I haven't gotten there yet. But I promise you, at some point, there might be some weird shit. Some weird shit might even be coming up soon. I won't say when, but I don't want because I don't want to give away the surprise. So yeah, Ruben and Cut, he's hopefully here to stay. And hopefully, you will enjoy it. Hopefully, you will enjoy me. Hopefully, this will all go somewhere. And even if it doesn't go where I want it to, maybe it'll at least go somewhere fun. Maybe someone will steal some of my content and I can sue them and get rich. Who knows? <laughs> that was a joke. I hope that does not happen. Sometimes I might get impassioned. Sometimes I might get hyperbolic. Or sometimes I might be overtly too literal. All these things will happen. You'll probably hear me yell and laugh and burp as I drink fizzy water. And I hope you're here for all that stuff. Some episodes will be chaos, and some episodes will be tightly scripted. The tightly scripted ones will be rarer because they take more work. But I hope you're along for the ride. I hope you have a good time. I hope that I'm doing something that you find entertaining or educational or at the very minimum thought-provoking. Now I understand that most people would point out that the threshold for entertaining is technically significantly lower than the threshold for thought-provoking because it's gonna be a journey because life is a journey and I hope I hope we can all be to get there together on the journey. I don't know where the destination ends. I don't know what that'll be. But I hope you're there for that, too. I'd say if it comes. But, you know, Ruben Uncut will... Even in the best-case scenarios, Ruben Uncut will only last as long as I'm alive. Well, I mean, I guess there could be a few post-ostimus podcasts that were never released. But the point is, is that all things eventually end. I don't know where or when this one will. But I hope you're there for it, whoever you are listening now. Because I hope you, hope you join me on this journey. I hope it's fun. And I know, I know, Ruben, you could get your thoughts out in stand-up comedy. And I, I don't say this. Uh, yeah, I could. But uh, stand-up comedy is fun. Stand-up comedy is also very restricting. Because in stand-up comedy... It's a constant pressure to have to be funny. When I do stand-up comedy, that's edited, Ruben. That's Ruben cut down to the strongest 5 to 13 minutes at a time. But this, this is Ruben uncut. This is Ruben straight up off the top of his head. This is Ruben talking to people that Ruben wants to talk to. This is Ruben complaining about shit. This is Ruben telling stories. This is Ruben experimenting with the form 
of not just podcasts, but comedy. I haven't done much experimentation yet. I promise. I'll do some weird shit in the future. I promise. There will be weird shit. And there'll be artistic shit. And nerdy shit. And I... It's hard not to complain about politics. So there'll be some politics shit. So please join me on this podcast journey that is Ruben Uncut. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for waiting through the silence to know if there would be a funny part at the end. You are one of the special few. And I appreciate your faith and trust in me and my ability to be funny. Now, did I abuse your enthusiasm and make you wait for what is essentially just me saying this right now? Technically, technically yes. But that doesn't change the fact that you're special. And I love you. Thank you.